It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your host, the real Ed Oliver, and I just want to go over a point potential point guard option today. Tyus Jones over the from the Memphis Grizzlies, who has had a very good had a very good playoff series, and I feel like he fits what Tommy Shepard is looking for, or what Wes Unsel Jr. is looking for in a pass first point guard. And then I do want to do a mock draft Tuesday. I don't have any mock trades today, but we're gonna we're gonna do a quick mock draft or tankathon similar at the end. Let's get to it. You are locked on Wizards. Your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. All right, so the Wizards, um, you know, they're on a quest to find a point guard. I compare it to the Washington Commanders looking for a quarterback. This whole offseason, they're going to be looking for a quarterback. Also, at the end of the show, I want to talk about some disturbing news that um, Denny Avdia talked about in our interview, uh, talking about his experience in the U.S. and in D.C. That was very um, unfortunate to hear. So I'm going to talk about that for really just 30 seconds just to touch on that. But I, I just hate that he. Um, experience what he experienced, but I'm going to talk about that, that towards the end of the episode um, tonight. But um, th- Tommy Shepard and Weston Jr., look, they're looking for a point guard. They brought in a guy who they thought could be a point guard next to Bradley Bill, did not work out. Um, Tommy Shepard admitted that, you know, it did, things didn't work out. Um, I forgot the quote that he said, but, you know, basically he said things did not work out. And we're here now. And they need to find a point guard. They need to find a facilitator. They need to find somebody that can put pressure on the defense. And they need a good point of attack defender as well. Now, with the limited cap space, they, they're over the cap. The only way they can really acquire guys are via sign and trade or the mid-level exception of $10.5 million. They do have the biannual exception available as well. So that makes things even tougher. And then, you know, Bradley Bill is going to sign his, uh, most likely sign his uh, max extension deal of a quarter of a billion dollars. Um, so it just makes things tougher. And then when you do want to trade for a point guard that could, you know, who's really available? You know, you look at the free agent point guards that are available. There's not many guys out there that are available. There's just not many guys out there. So it's going to be tough. But there's a guy, Tyus Jones, not a sexy name, but he's a solid player. He's a solid player. Now, I want to go over some numbers of Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones has had career highs in a couple of categories this year. I thought he's played really well. He had a clutch three against the Timberwolves to put them away in game six. Um, he's just played really smart basketball. He's been there when they needed him. He's been clutch. Now, there was one game where he didn't miss a three down the stretch. I want to say it was game four where they lost to the Timberwolves. But Tyus Jones, man, they're, they're, the Grizzlies are 20-5 and five when John Morant did not play. And a big reason why is because of Tyus Jones. Other guys as well, De'Anthony Melton, other guards have stepped up for that roster. 
when Jaws out. But Tyus Jones is there. He's able to settle the troops, get everybody set up, facilitate the offense, you know, hit guys in stride, hit guys in the right spots. He's knocking down the three at, the high, at a high clip, and he's able to play good defense within a scheme as well. And he's very coachable as well. Um, now let's look at his raw numbers from basketball reference. 8.7 points per game, uh, 4.4 assists per game, 2.4 boards a game, um, 81% from the free throw line, 48% from two, and shooting 39% from the three-point line. Two, and he's shooting basically three threes a game. Not very high volume, but when you're coming off the bench, that's that's pretty solid. Playing 21 minutes per game, so in limited minutes, he's had 23 starts and uh, played in 73 games. So he's been durable for the mo- for the majority of his career as well. But yeah, they, they're 20 and five without John Moran, and and Tyus Jones is a huge, a huge part of that. Um, now let's look at the things that Bradley Bill's asking for in a point guard. He wants a dog. He wants dogs on the roster. Um, he wants guys with height. Tyus Jones is six feet even 196 pounds so he doesn't check he does not check the box of a of a tall guard of a taller guard but he does check the box of a so-called dog you know the grizzlies grit and grind culture desmond bain dylan brooks john morant um jaron jackson the way brandon clark plays 100 with his hair on fire basically you know tyus jones he's not that emotional dog but the way he plays he plays within himself and he plays within that grizzlies culture as well he could definitely bring some of that toughness over to the washington wizards as well um so tyus some of the notes i wanted to write down about tyus what they're looking for in a point right now he's been a backup can he be a starter can he fit next to bradley bill that's the biggest thing can he fit next to bradley bill what the wizards need at the point guard position really is just a guy who can initiate offense, the ball doesn't stick, takes smart shots, plays good defense, plays within the scheme. You're basic, what Wes Unsell Jr. wants them to do is run the offense through Chris Taz, Porzingis, and Bradley Bill. Kind of that Jokic and Jamal Murray. I know they're not those guys, but that's what Wes is looking for. The Nuggets have never really had a juggernaut point guard. They're not really looking to have, you know, if you're thinking of Wes Unsell Jr. coming from the Nuggets, you're looking, he's really want, he wants to mold that offense after after what they had or what he had as an assistant coach in Denver. Bradley Bill, Bradley Bill has said the same thing as well. They had guys like Monty Morris come in, other point guards. They didn't have a juggernaut, but they had good point guards. They had good, solid point guards. And that's what the Wizards need right now. They could definitely use a guy that can facilitate knock down the three and play good defense. And I think Tyus checks all those boxes that they're trying to run through that. Now let's let's run some numbers. That turnover. He has the best turnover to assist ratio in the NBA right now, and he could potentially break the all-time record of turnover to assist ratio. He really protects the ball, career high in three-point percentage, and the Wizards, you can never stick your nose up at getting more possessions and protecting the basketball. You can never stick your nose up at, up at that. Um, highest career assist to turnover ratio. He's in, a, he's, in a, he's in a good category with some top-tier point guards. Chris Paul. Average 4.4 assists to turnover ratio. John Paxson, who was a champion with the Bulls, 4.2. Muggsy Bogues, a legitimate point guard, 4.7. And Tyus Jones with 5.2. So he's going he's to break the record with a minimum of 1,500 assists in a career. So Tyus is in good company. The fact that he's going to break that assist to turnover ratio is exactly what the Washington Wizards need. They need a facilitator. They need a guy that can bring the ball up that they can rely on. It's not going to turn the ball over, but they but get guys in the right spots. Bradley Bill is at his best next to a pass-first point guard. That's where he's at his best. 
John Wall looked to pass the ball, get Bradley Bill in his open spots. Same thing with Russell Westbrook. You know, Russell Westbrook was getting his assists, racking the assists up, triple doubles and whatnot. Bradley Bill had one had an all-NBA season next to, next to Russell Westbrook. And I'm, I'm not comparing Tyus to those guys, but just that mindset of getting guys set up. You know, Tyus is adaptable. He's able to play next to Ja. He's able to, next, to play next to Desmond Bain. He's been able to play next to Dylan Brooks, DeAnthony Melton. He's interchangeable, versatile as well. Um, so I think he would be a solid fit next to Bradley Bill. That's the big question mark you think about. But I do want to talk about some of his offensive skill. Another stat that I did fa- find on Tyus Jones and some write-ups, some articles that I found on Tyus Jones as well, why I do think that he would be a good fit for the Washington Wizards and what they're looking for. But before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks. All right, NBA fans, are you looking for a daily fantasy option for the NBA? Then you need to try the award-winning app, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and we know you will too. You pick. T- this is how it works. You pick two to five players and an over/under on their projections, and you can win up to ten times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Entries can be made in sixty seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of, from point score to rebounds, even steals. Prize Picks allows mixed sports entries. For example. You can go the over under on Jimmy Butler's or you can go the over on Jimmy Butler's points or the under on James Harden's assists. And Prize Picks doesn't doesn't just offer in, offer NBA. They have options on college basketball, college football, NFL, MLB, soccer, MMA and more. For a limited time, Prize Picks has an exclusive no brainer of an offer for all of our users. Users get $50 for free if a player in your first Prize Picks entry scores a single point. But you must use code NBA. That's right. It's an exclusive available to Locked On fans. Sign up today and use code NBA, $50 for free. If a player in your first prize picks entry scores a single point. So I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Make sure to go check out Locked On NBA Big Board. Host Rafael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies and author of the NBA Big Board newsletter is joined by Richard Stamen. Sam Ferris and Leif Thulin giving fans an a in-depth look into the NBA draft, mock draft player rankings, and of course, big boards. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so let's get back to some numbers here that I found on Tyus, you know, his offensive game, his offensive repertoire. You know, I'm not expecting him to go out there and score 20 points a game, but this stat stood out to me. Now, this stat is not current, but, you know, just talking about his floater game. It's versatile floater game. You know, as a point guard, you gotta have you gotta have good touch with the basketball. You gotta be able to finish around the rim and have some type of finish, especially being a, a, a six feet even guy, 195 pounds. Um, I remember watching him at Duke as well. You know, he was one of the best point guards in the uh, in college basketball. Um, he's just getting better every year. So this category, he's with it. He's within a good category here as well with a good group group of players. So this is per ball, B ball index. This was on January eighth, twenty twenty two. Uh, which is basically more than halfway through the season. Um, this is in floater talent. So this is, you know, finishing around the rim, 
float game, finishing around the room. These are guys that had the best percentile with their floater finishes. Number one was Trey Young, no surprise. You know, that's that's the majority of his game, breaking you down. If you come out there, he crosses you up, trying to defend and stop him from shooting the three. Pick and roll, he gets to the middle paint, middle of the paint, and he knocks down a floater. That's Trey Young's game right there. Second was Tyus Jones at 98, sixth percentile. Trey Young was 99 in third percentile. Tyus Jones was 98 in sixth percentile. That shows how good of a finisher he is. You know how annoying it is for a big man to be seven feet tall and then a six-feet guy just floats the floater over your head and it just splashes through the basket for a swish. You know how annoying that is? It's like you can't get it. You can't block it. He's just knocking down that floater. Third was Luka Doncic. He's in good company right there. Luka's an elite finisher. You know, he finishes around the rim. He finishes through contact. Just has many, many ways of finishing around you and through the defender. Um, and finishing all over the tall trees. Fifth was Cameron Payne at 96.9 percentile. Just being a smaller guy, six feet, you got to have that in your bag. You got to have some different type of finishes that you have in your bag and in your repertoire. Um, so I'm, that's, a very, that's very encouraging for me to hear about Tyus. Now, I do want to get into how we would acquire him because Bobby Marks made a, uh, from ESPN made a video about Washington Wizards. They're offseason how they can acquire guys, what can they do with their cap space that they do have, they don't have any cap space available, but just how can they maneuver and, and add talent to the team? You look at the Tyus Jones, what would it take to bring him here? I do want to get to that next. Um, and the ceiling, if you bring a Tyus Jones, what does that really make this roster? What's our ceiling? What's our goals? How much better would Tyus Jones make the Wizards alone? You know, how much better would he make us? Um, I already talked about the fit next to Bradley Bill. Is he a dog? Is he a taller guard? Can he shoot threes? Yes, he shot 39% from the three-point line. Um, his usage also went up this year. Um, like I said before, they were 20-5 and five without jaw. That's, that's a testament to Tyus Jones and a lot of the other guys as well. Um, there's another article that I wanted to bring up, too, just talking about his performance in the playoffs and how well he's played when he's been in there. Um, so Tyus Jones, his net running swing was pretty much the inverse. This is a quote from an article I found, inverse of John Morant. So Memphis was plus 8.2 with Tyus Jones in the games and, and plus 44.8 without him. So they were, he was a, it was a plus, it was a point, four point difference, plus 8.2 with Tyus Jones in the game, but they were only a plus 4.8 when he did not play. Uh, Tyus Jones, when, when John Morant did not play, he averaged 14.6 points per game, 7.5 assists, 1.9 threes per game, 1.5 steals, and just 1.1 turnovers per 75 possessions while shooting 39% from three with John Morant out. That's a, that's a big difference. That's a big difference. Um, Tyus Jones averaged only 1.1 turnovers per 36 minutes this season, top in the league amongst point guards. Only one turnover per game. Only 1.1. Per 36 minutes, 1.1. He rarely makes mistakes, rarely makes mistakes. He's 25 years old, old as well. He did play under Tom Thibodeau with the Timberwolves, and he is the one to eliminate the Timberwolves after playing with the Timberwolves. So that's intriguing as well. Um, you look at some of his playing the playoffs. This is an article I found from The Athletic as well. Um, I'll quote this real quick. Tyus Jones, quote, Tyus Jones joined Desmond Bain in 2022, NBA Most Improved Player, John Moran on the floor. That trio helped the Grizzlies outscore the Timberwolves 108 to 62 in 39 minutes. And 23 of those minutes came in fourth quarters where the Grizzlies outscored the Timberwolves 71 to 30 
In the other 249 minutes of the series, the Timberwolves outscored the Grizzlies by 13 points. So you see that point differential, that point. He's able to play with Ja. He's able to play with Desmond Bain. So I feel like he would be able to fit with Bradley Bill. Now, those are completely different players. Ja is a completely different player. But it just shows the versatility in the way he can fit like a glove. You know, he plays within the defensive scheme. Wes Unsell Jr. has his defensive, defensive scheme. Tyus is very coachable, coming with Duke, coming from Duke, being coached by Coach K, being coached by Tom Thibodeau as well. I feel like he would be a good fit here. Um, also, quote from the article for Memphis, putting Jones on the floor gave them a solid point of attack defender who allowed John Morant to focus on attacking Minnesota's foul-prone defense while letting Desmond Bain snipe from deep. Does that sound familiar? He can allow Bradley Bill to just attack attack the defense. Tyus Jones can give, you know, using a point of attack, he can guard, you know, the best guard out there, the, the point guard, and then Bradley Bill can just worry about eating on offense. Bradley Bill, his shooting percentages, his three-point percentage has not been great lately, but he just hasn't had a this, – this past year went down. He did not have a point guard that could really set him up. Bradley Bill had to play point for a, a more, majority of the season. We were talking about point Bradley Bill out there. Bradley Bill had, what, 10 assists, almost had a triple-double one time. You know, he had to, he really had to play a point bar point guard because we just didn't have one. We didn't have a natural point guard out there. We tried Hollow Neto. We tried Dinwiddie. It didn't work out. We finally got Saddle, but Brad didn't get a chance to play with Saddle this year. So I just feel like Tyus Jones will be able to settle the troops and let Bradley Bill do what he does best, which is scoring the ball, coming off screens, knocking down shots like back in 2017. Um, that's it from the article right there, but I do want to get to what it would take to bring in Tyus Jones. If we do have enough time to get to the mock draft, I will get to that. But what do I think it would take to get Tyus Jones on the Wizards? Also, um, the salary, you know, what what's his what's his what's his average salary projected? You know, what are they, you know, like spot track? You know, what is his projected salary? What do I think he will be making? Or what are what are experts saying that he's going to make? You know, you look at the other point guards that are available out there. Um, Jalen Brunson's a free agent. John Wall most likely will be a free agent if he's bought out. Um, you know, Goran Dragic is a free agent. There's just not many free agents out there. Kyrie Irving is technically going to be a free agent, but, you know, he's not coming here. He's going to price out. He's going to be priced out of, a, of our range. Um, so there's just not a lot of point guards available. So, But still that market, you know, where, what is his market at? Has he played his way, I think, recently in the playoffs in this whole year? You look at the numbers and the way he's played as a leader as well. I think he's priced himself out of the MLE. But I do want to get to how the Wizards could acquire him. What, what would it take? for the Washington Wizards to bring Tyus Jones to the Washington, D.C. area. But before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting, wagering information from live betting, the playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right. So Bobby Marks, like I brought up earlier, 
he said he thinks Tyus Jones is going to make more than the mid-level exception of $10.5 million, which does not make um, – it does not make – you know, that's not good for the Wizards, you know, because if they can just sign him outright as a free agent with a 10 and a half mid-level exception, that would be great. That in a perfect world, that's what that's what that's what I I would love for that to happen with the ten and a half mid level exception, and not have to give up, up assets. You know, you're not gonna have to trade a Rui for a point guard. You're not gonna have to think about trading a Kyle Kuzma. I would not trade Kyle Kuzma for trade for Tyus Jones. I really wouldn't trade Rui for Tyus Jones either. I wouldn't want to give up any assets for Tyus Jones. I like Tyus Jones, but he's a, is he a needle move? I wanted to talk about the ceiling too. You know, let's say we have a Tyus Jones at point Bradley build a two guard. Um, I guess KCP would be the three. If even, even even if you do get him for the mid level exception, you keep everybody on the roster. Kuz is at the four, Zingas is at the five, or you know you draft a three like Oche Ogbaji. Is he going to be ready day one? Maybe he can start at the three. You never know. And then KCP come off the bench. Um, Kuz is at the four. Rui comes off the bench uh, at the four spot as well. Denny's off the bench at the three. Gaffer's off the bench at the five. Uh, maybe Ish is still here. Sato comes off the bench as the point guard. That team, to me, is a playing team. That's a playing team. To, just to be honest, it's a playing team. If everybody stays healthy, Bradley Bill plays at a high level, at an all-NBA level. Porzingis plays at an all-star level, stays healthy, gives you 23-9 and nine and two blocks a game. Um, that's eighth, eighth, seventh seed, to be honest, to be objective. That's eighth, seventh seed. But that's a, that's a good team, and I think they would be better defensively. I think – um, you know, Jones would be a better fit next to Bradley Bill. I think Bradley Bill, I think roles would be defined. Of course, you got to define roles. And I think the role for um, Tyus would be easier because, you know, it's not a combo guard or, you know, a six-man scoring guard coming off the bench. It's more of a traditional pass-first point guard. Tommy Shepard is banging on the table for that. Wes Unsell Jr. is bang, banging on the table for a pass-first point guard. Chris Hasporzingas is banging on the table for a pass-first pass point guard. He basically said in this exit interview, somebody like a Sato who's looking to pass the ball first. The only thing with Sato is he doesn't provide a threat from the outside. And Tyus Jones can certainly provide a threat from the outside. He has a floater. He has finishing moves around the rim that Tyus has. Is Tyus an elite scorer that's going to go out there and score 25, 30 points? Maybe. Maybe on a night where, you know, Bradley Bill's out and he needs to pick up the slack or something or he gets hot. He's capable. You never know. Who knows? He could be better in a starting role. Is he a starter or is he better suited as a six man? That's the question you got to ask about Tyus Jones. Is his role just being better as a backup for jaw? But if he is put in a starting role, the point of attack defender and the, the lead facilitator and bringing the ball up, how's that going to work? Is, is that going to be a good role for Tyus? Is he ready to step up and take on that role and lead a team and be one of the parts he would he would be the third scoring option or third or the fourth scoring option. But really with the Wizards, they do need a pass for his point. They can run this offense through Brad. They can run this offense through Porzingis. And maybe at times when Kuzma gets hot, they can they can run the offense through him, through Kuz. And that's what they, they need a point guard who knows when who's when when they're getting hot. Sometimes Hau, I like Hau, but sometimes he had tunnel vision. He just didn't know. Like, Rui's getting hot. Give the ball to Rui, but no, Hau's going to go to the basket sometimes instead of giving it up. Tyus realized, hey, Desmond Bain's hot, Jaws hot, Jaron Jackson's hot. I'm going to feed him. I'm going to get him the ball, get him the ball, get these guys he touches, get get these guys in rhythm. That's really what they need at the point guard position. Um, let's get to the salary. Bobby Marks was saying he's most likely going to make more than ten and a half million. You know, Delon Wright, you know, guys like that. They're probably going to uh, they're probably going to get the ten and a half mid level exception or even more. 
Um, so point guards are they're getting expensive out there. They're getting expensive. And I wanted to bring up the um, free agent point guard list for 2022. But, yeah, guys like DeLon Wright and um, guys are going to command good money on this market here. You know, there's just not a lot of point guards out there that are available. But, yeah, Tyus Jones, he most likely is going to command possibly like a three-year, $45 million deal. So that's $15 million per year. So let's say we do something like Let's say they do – we the Wizards try to give him a three-year, thirteen million dollar deal, or a three-year, thirty-nine million dollar deal. I think that's something that's attainable right there. Um, about you know twelve, twelve million dollars or three, yeah, thirteen million dollars per year. I think that's fair to Tyus Jones. Um, trade assets. So you look at the draft order as well. The Grizzlies do have multiple first-round picks this year. They do have multiple first-round now late-round picks. Grizzlies have the 22nd pick in the draft, and they have the 29th right now projected through Tankathon if they do the lottery and where they end up. They have the 22nd and the 29th pick. So let's say we give up KCP, who's making $13.5 million this year, and we trade KCP to the Grizzlies because the Grizzlies, they're not going to be able to keep everybody. They already got a job. They're going to pay job, of course, probably a max deal in a couple of years or a super max. They have DeAnthony Melton, who's under contract for another season after this year. Tyus Jones is a free agent, so they got to make a decision. You know, is DeAnthony Milton going to be that, that backup point guard? And they do want more wing depth, and they do want another big. And I think they're going to try to attain that through the draft. They do have two first-round picks. Now, let's say the, the Wizards get a little bit of lottery luck, or they let's say they end up at nine or eight. I think the Grizzlies, they may want to get up there, and they could possibly get a wing. Like, so – yeah, let's say they get the eighth, and they're like, okay, we really want Benedict Mathurin. We feel like that's a guy that is super athletic or shade and sharp, a super athletic wing that could come in and contribute, um, give us some more shooting. Uh, we already got DeAnthony Melton off the bench, so let's get another grit and grind type of wing like a Benedict Mathurin. Let's say we get that eighth pick, and they give us Tyus Jones in the 22nd pick, and we give them KCP and our eighth pick. I think that's something that could be attainable. I think that's something that's doable. You don't have to give up Rui. You don't have to give up Kuz. You get a point guard. You get a um. You get a sh- you get a shooting guard. Um, you already have Bradley Bill to two. Um, you just got to find a three. You got to find a three. You got to find a small forward, and maybe you can find that with the mid-level exception. Malik Monk is out there. He's more of a two, but I like Malik Monk a, a, a lot. Robert Covington. Can, is he there attainable with the mid-level exception? I'm just talking roster talk here. Of course, it's the offseason, so a lot of roster talk. Nicholas Batum, just being an old veteran that can knock down threes, a 3 and D guy. Um, I do like Malik Monk, Gary Harris. You can put him at the three as well. Possibly he's a guy that he's a 3 and D guy. So th- those are just the thoughts for me. So a pr- proposed trade for me is KCP in pick eight, and you swap it for Tyus Jones in pick 20. It's not the sexiest because you would give a pick eight, for Tyus, but you really need that point guard bad. You really need a point guard badly. Or could you swindle the Grizzlies for KCP and pick eight for Tyus Jones and pick 22 and pick 29? You know, that, that's the offer that I would make for them. For them, That's the offer I would make. So um, we don't have enough time for the mock draft. I'm going to try to do that tomorrow on Tankathon, and I'm just going to share my screen on YouTube. Um, I'm going to show you guys like a little preview right now of how it's going to look and um if you're on youtube you can see so 
Yeah, I'm sharing my screen right now. It's about to show up on. Yeah, there it goes right there for the for the people who are watching on YouTube. So just be prepared for that. So I hope you guys can watch on YouTube. I'm gonna do a mock drive with the Tankathon with the Sim Lottery, where it does like a little mock lottery. And it, you know, the lottery's on May 17th. So I want to talk about some key off-season dates as well in the next episode. But I think Tyus Jones will help. Like I said, I'm not pumping up Tyus Jones like he's a top five point guard. But I just feel like he's a good fit, and you watch the playoffs and see what he's been able to do. He's been a key contributor, key contributor, key contributor for the Memphis Grizzlies this year. All right, you guys. Uh, I just want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On NBA from the from the first jump ball of the play-in tournament to the last possession of the finals. Locked On experts take you deep inside the playoffs with insight and analysis affecting all thirty teams. Hail to the Wizards! Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.